This podcast contains adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Designed to Talk does not own any rights to the music, companies, and or other podcasts mentioned in this episode. Names have been altered for privacy purposes. And we are now recording. Here we go. I'm loving it. This is Jenny. This is Sarah. We, we are Designed to Talk. talk. Bye, Evie. to our podcast like 14 times i'm not even I've gonna listen to about eight i i listened to it on the way to work and then i finished listening to it on the way here and i had a friend yesterday oh. who was like confession i listened to your podcast again and it's amazing really so, she's like i'm so proud of you and your friend for doing putting this. it out there and for actually just doing it and it made me so so happy i know right well my I niece did. Go Sorry, ahead. No, 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 you do it. I was going to say, I did get a little constructive criticism about the whispering. It's really difficult to hear some of the whispering. So I enunciate a little bit more or get closer. More. Talk so softly. My niece says, listening to your podcast right now, it's actually really good. I'm missing you. Oh, I know. I have a couple cousins. Shout out to my cousins in Pennsylvania. We just recently started being in touch and getting to know each other. Right. You know, because I never lived there. And my one cousin said it was really fun to hear my voice because we just text all the time. Right. So, so it was really fun to hear my voice outside of just thinking of what it might sound like. With right. Texting. So I thought that was really cool. This episode, LGBTQ plus, hell yeah, I remember we were saying that we were going to take people down memory lane and give them a background why June is so important. Let's do it. Jump in that, uh, what is it, the the DeLorean? DeLorean. Come on, Marty. We're going to head back. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Great, Scott. That's a good movie. It is a good movie. Movies, excuse me. Yeah. So yeah, we were we were gonna jump right in and tell everybody about why June is Pride Month and why it's so important to get an idea of the history. Yeah, if you didn't know, June is considered Pride Month, even though we don't celebrate Pride until October because it's hot as fucking balls in June. Right. I'm hot just sitting here because I'm wearing pants. Ugh. I'll keep them on. Don't worry. 111 degrees. Ugh. It's getting hot in here. So take off. The- I promise I'll leave my clothes on. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> it's a good thing we put this out on Sorry, air. wife. <laughs> right. <laughs> we were only kidding. Yeah. So what ha- what was going on back then, Sarah? Tell so us. I want to take you to Stonewall Inn. Boop, 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 boop. You have arrived. We are going to Stonewall Inn, and Stonewall Inn was like any other bar, but it was the place where gay people were able to hang out. So it was a gay bar? Gay bar. I love a good gay bar. That's where gay bars probably stood some fame there. Time out. Do you have a question? I do. Okay. So Sarah just bought a house. Congratulations. Thanks. (laughs) And so that means you're moving. Yeah. But there's lots of gay bars in Phoenix. There's a ton. Oh my gosh. We went to this Hispanic one. I had a blast. It was like salsa music. And I want to ask if it's the name of this. Was it Carambas? Yes. I love that place. 
This is one of my favorite places in Phoenix. I was like, this is funky. I'm loving it. It's so great. Oh, I have a story to tell you one time about after we went there after Pride one year and just the, maybe I was just super hammered. I don't know. But the vibe in that place was. Yeah, they got people God, dancing on the tables. Amazing. I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Look at that girl over there. <laughs> she has no pants on. <laughs> I, I still have my pants on in case anybody oh, was Oh, I was wondering. talking about the girl at the bar. Oh, but... my bad. My bad. Okay, so let's go back to <laughs> Stonewall Inn. <laughs> Stonewall Inn. Tell us a little bit about Stonewall Inn. This was the place to be. Um, It was complete with the drinks, the jukebox, dancing. It was definitely a place where gay people went to feel acceptable to this sociable society. I don't know if they said that right. Sociable society. You know, so. It was a place to be social and gay. Social and gay, you know, but it was also a place that everybody knows the term raids. Where am I going with this? Well, fun. You want to know a fun fact about about these gay bars back in the day that yes. I read? That the gay bars were owned by the mob. What? Yeah. How? So the mob. So we're gonna kind of tangent off a little bit from what I read. The mobs owned the gay bars because they needed a community or a group of people that were damaged, and that's what the gay community was. Vulnerable. Yeah. Damaged. Damaged. And they were willing to accept any kind of help that was going to give to them because of their vulnerability. Absolutely. So they used the gay community to have these hangouts and places for the awesome gay and lesbian folk of that time. Right. To hang out and have a good time. Of course. With drugs. Well, drugs (laughs) and, of course, alcohol. And the alcohol was obviously always watered down. They had to make a profit somehow. But So that's what probably made it worse with the raids Mm -hmm. is coming in trying to find illegal activity. But they also used these raids as an excuse to torment and discriminate against gay people. Well, because it was literally illegal to be gay. You could not be gay legally well right and didn't they have a a rule or a law saying that you had to wear your clothing based off of your gender you had to wear three items of clothing that was specific to your gender oh jenny we would not pass i'm seeing you in jail buddy should i put my pants back on yes (laughs) don't (laughs) put them back on it's so hot 111 fuck so anyways, yeah. Um, so not only was it illegal to be gay, obviously the mob did a bunch of illegal shit. So it was like two birds, one stone. They would pull people aside, mm-hmm. check their IDs. If your name was Barbara and you're dressed up like a gym. Hello, Barbara. Goodbye, you go. Right? Hey there. Hey there. I wonder if Barbara was hot. I bet she was. Mm. Or her real name I, never mind. Bobby. Bobby. Bobby could be a boy or a girl. Charlie. Charlie. Hey, Charlie. Are you a doctor? Are you a doctor? <laughs> I love it. That shit, dude. Anyways, so raids were happening every week. That fucking sucks. Every other week, but nothing, mostly every week. Nothing would piss me off more if I'm like grooving in the club and then they fucking come in and make me stand against the wall. Turn lights on. Turn on the light. Fuck up my buzz. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. You already had your beer goggles on. Now you get <laughs> beer goggles. So something happened after all these raids that made it this night particular. And that was dun, dun, dun. June 28th. 1969 so so june 28 1969 again sarah just set the scene friday night music's going the gays are gaying gay 
Is that gaying? Surgeons that are being surgeons. Surgeons are being surgeons. Gay. Gays are being gaying. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so it was like one o'clock in the morning. Wow. What? Keep going. Oh, one o'clock in the morning, and there was what was his name? This fucker's name was Deputy Inspector Seymour Pine. He had some undercover cops who were gaying the night away with the rest of the gays. I bet they were the first to volunteer. I'm sure they were. Oh, me, 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 me. Pick me, pick me. I'll take one for the team. I right. Yeah, yeah. I get. To I mean, go at least out. I would. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, they came in and raided the bar, but this time it was an attempt to just shut it down. It wasn't just to cause trouble. It wasn't just to, to fuck with everybody. This guy did not like the gay community. He did not like gay people. So he came in with the intent to shut it down. Wow. Didn't even wait till last call, huh? Oh, no, he's a motherfucker. Damn, dude. That's when we do our best thinking. Again, that would piss me off, too. I'm here to get one more drink and it's not even... Anyways, all right. Then the, the mobster guy who was in charge was pissed because he's like, we already got raided earlier in the week. What's going on? So while they were separating people and checking IDs, they were also arresting people who were dressed in drag or not wearing the appropriate amount of clothing right, specific their law. to your gender. Right. And then there was... Um, there's actually a woman named, or a, a drag queen. Her name is Marsha P. Johnson. She was actually one of the first drag queen performers of Stonewall. And she was a badass bitch. She ended up becoming an American gay liberation activist. But anyway, she was believed to be one of three. And I don't even know who the other two people are that actually kind of contributed to starting the riots. She said, bitch, this is my home. Fuck off. And allegedly she threw a shot glass at something. And that's kind of what started that pissed the police off. And they're like, the shot glass that changed the raids. The shot glass heard around the world. Damn. Something like that. Anyways. Yeah, I did see um, Martha P. Johnson's photo on Google. Yeah, wasn't that so cool? That was cool. I thought that picture was really awesome. Mm -hmm. So Martha P. Johnson, first real drag queen. Marsha. Marsha. Did I say Marsha? You said Martha. Oh, my bad. It's all good. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Sarah just had a bunch of pizza. I think she's in a food coma. I am. (laughs) (laughs) Get your S's and your thuss. Right. I can't do my S's very well. <laughs> so Marsha P. Johnson started this shit. So then what happens? The rest of the people join. Why the fuck not? Why not? You if know, I was there, I'd have done the same thing. We have thing. one brave person standing up. Let's throw whatever the hell we can get a hold also, of. Also, everyone's fucking drunk. So right. You got that liquid courage. Right. Like, fuck this. Yeah, let's just let's do, do it. it. <laughs> Woo! That's let's right, fuck dude. some shit up. So they're throwing whatever they can. They're tormenting these police officers. The police didn't even think that this was going to happen. And what happens next just blows my mind. The police get played. How ironic. (laughs) (laughs) They get stuck Mm -hmm. in the gay bar. (laughs) But what's even more ironic is not only are the gay people pissed that they're being thrown out. Now they're pissed that they're stuck inside. And my gay bar, bitch, you just <laughs> tried to raid me. throw us out. Now we're stuck outside and you're in my place. That's when, I guess. That's when they started throwing shit. Oh, they were throwing coins and bricks. I guess there's conflicting stories that bricks were either taken from a nearby construction site or they were actually ripping them out of the ground. Wow. I wonder if these are future Raider fans. <laughs> 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 
if, if you don't know, when the Raiders said that they were moving to Las Vegas, the fans were ripping up the seats from the stadium, the old stadium, before it was... It's ridiculous. Anyways. Oh, okay. I get, your, I get your joke now. Yeah. I thought it was I had like, to clarify. no pun intended. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> that would make more sense. Sorry. That's all right. Okay, so anyways, people were throwing shit. They're pissed because now they're locked out. And so and the police are locked in. They're locked out. And the police have to call. It wasn't even until the fire engines. But, 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 but wait, wait, wait. Am I going too far? No, no, you're, you're fine. The funny thing about that is uh, Seymour Pine is like, help, help, help. And nobody wants to fucking help because I don't think they believed him. They did not believe that this gay community was fighting back. Well, yeah, we were. they were known as passive and very scared, you know? Well, this night they were fucking hammered. Well, had all you that know what? Courage. It took one person to yeah, start true. it off. And now this has made history mm-hmm. and became a movement. Absolutely. So how did they get out? So, the, <laughs> so finally, the fire department shows up and the New York Tactical Force, they showed up. And in order for the police officers to get out of the Stonewall Inn, they it basically distracted the crowd. So the crowd was now like, oh, look at these fuckers. Fuck you. And then they started throwing shit at them. And that's how... Seymour Pine Seymour and Pine his gay and fellows. His gay fellows, exactly, got out of the bar. <laughs> oh my gosh. But you want to is... know what else is fucking crazy? This is 1969, before the internet, way before social media, and the word got around so fast that the crowd ended up turning from, I don't know, however many people were in that bar and on Christopher Street to thousands of people that night. That's so quick. You know, word of mouth. And then you come to think of it, you know, like how many people were actually pro gay and how much support was actually out there out there. But they were just so afraid Uh because society, you know, you support gay people. What's wrong with you? Are you gay? I guess so. After that, they finally get out Mm -hmm. and run like little bitches. Right. And it it seems that everything kind of just simmered down. Well, it kind of went on, I think, to like four or five in the morning. And then they reopened. Didn't they fucking reopen? reopen? <laughs> yes, the next They're like, fuck day. you. <laughs> so they were raided, their shit was blown to shit, and then, yep, they reopened the next day. Wow. Serving alcohol. And they were actually a central point for the riots, for because they continued till through Saturday night. Dude, that's crazy. I know. I would have been right there. I would, too. No mm-hmm. doubt. I would have been at that bar. Fuck yeah. I think it's amazing, you know, that it just took one night and one person to start the entire movement of equality for the gay community. One person, but remember, there was three people. But One of the three, yes. You're right. Everybody was brave that night, though. You know, kudos to everyone who stood up to what was right. I can imagine they were probably terrified. I'm going to flash forward, if that's okay. Flash forward, gay tower. To a year later. Yes, yes. Was the anniversary of the Stonewall riots, the first gay liberation. Yeah. Right? The parade is marched down Christopher Street. Is yes. that correct? They went from Christopher Street to Central Park in New York City to wow. celebrate the one year anniversary. I don't know how far that is. I was going to say, what's the distance? Do we have gay Google to find this out? Fuck, we need gay Google. You know what? <laughs> Any Anything you ever need would have been under gay Google. How long was the parade for? It would have saved me hours of research, I think. Just gay Google. Stonewall riots. Boom! Boom. There's everything. There's everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. That's how Gay Pride started. Because of Stonewall Inn. Because of Stonewall Inn and the one year anniversary where the parade comes from. Well, anyways. and that's why June... Well, dun, dun, dun. Boom! Stonewall Inn. Yeah! High five. And now we're gay. 
Well, we've been gay. <laughs> right. We've been gay for a while. I've been gay my whole life. Things were still really bad and are still really bad. But they really are. Not really bad. I'm no, getting a little it's quite still, dramatic. It can still be bad, even though my wife and I have been married for three years. We've been together almost nine, but we still get looks. We still get... Oh, yeah. It wasn't until I pointed it out to Rocio that, pay attention, you'll get looked at mm-hmm. differently. And I do because of how I'm dressed Same. or I'm butchy looking. So... Mm, you you have pigtails today. I don't know if I you're know. so butchy looking. My hair's growing out. <laughs> I like them. I know. I do. Cindy Lou Who in the house. What, what? That's right with my curls. <laughs> so curly. I know. This is why Rosie. But on a my typical hair. day, you look boyish. Yeah. I just got a haircut. I know. I, I look really I'm boyish. Jealous. I think about my haircut, but then I want to grow up my hairish. Yeah. Yeah. I have this style in mind. We're going off on a tangent again. That's all right. It's all it's all relevant. It's all relative. So super super, super related. Super real. Anyways, we should talk about our coming out stories. Oh no, I'm ready to tell you about my come out story. Oh my gosh, I can't wait for this. I didn't even know I was gay. I had to have a roommate. No, it's not quote unquote roommate either. She's legit a roommate. It's um, not like a friends with benefits type deal. No, Is she it, gay. No, no, she's not gay. But she did have. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She did have a uh, a fling here and there with a woman. But I was young. I didn't know. So it took a straight woman to tell you that you're gay. She's bisexual. I would say more um, pansexual. She just loves who she loves. I feel like that would be me. I love who I love. I think that should, I think bisexual should be changed to pansexual mm-hmm. because if you like boys and girls, like you just fall in love with who you fell in love with. Sure. Absolutely. So she's pansexual and she tells me I'm talking about, what were we talking about? That's clearly irrelevant. She yeah, just basically it, yeah. said, but Sarah, you're gay. You're a lesbian. And I was so taken aback. Like, what? Yeah. You don't know it, do you? But you're gay. (laughs) Oh, it makes sense. Sure. Yeah. So a little light bulb went off and I thought, hey, this is something great. I have a whole new, it was like a new hobby. I'm trying to find out what a hobby. (laughs) I know. The best hobby ever. Yeah. No boys. Sorry. (laughs) Are you a gold star? I am. (gasps) Oh. I tried to date guys and I'm like back in before I got the flash news message from my roommate. (laughs) I was wondering what was wrong with me. Like, oh, I don't enjoy kissing you. I don't even like being with you alone. Can my friends come? Can my friends come? (laughs) Red flag. You you got that cootie shot real early, huh? I did. Circle, circle, dot, dot. Now you got your cootie shot. Yeah, that happened. And then young. Circle, circle, square, square. Now you got it everywhere. Yeah. I was wondering why I played softball and why girls' softball butts look so good in those pants. Mm, Hello. I love a good softball butt. So that's how I came out. I didn't know. Did you guys like mess around? (laughs) So we went to Gay Pride in Tucson and we got pretty fucked up. I'm not gonna lie. We wait. When in which which Pride? I wonder if I was there. October. It was a long time ago. God, like 2007. 2006 it was a while ago i'm sure i was there so we were drinking these two older women this couple tend to really like us so they were buying us drinks we were getting fucked yes dude like we probably got at least five to six free drinks from those people 
And those drinks are not cheap. They're not. And my friend, my roommate had hurt her ankle mm-hmm. and one of the people were a registered nurse. So <laughs> she started like rubbing her foot. I'm like, this is awkward. But keep getting also your foot hot. rubbed because <laughs> we want drinks. Right. So allow her to touch your feet. Mm-hmm. We go to leave and I don't know, you know, we're kind of buzzed and we look at each other. We didn't get hooked up with anybody at the gay pride, which you think you hope to pick up a girl so we kissed it was the most awkward kiss it was like a sister kissing a sister huh yeah yeah that won't ever happen again we looked at each other laughed (laughs) and said that was awkward let's go home and then that was it that was it there there you were you came out as gay yeah no well and then i kissed the girl that's that's when you knew you were gay figured it out yeah, it was around that time, and then I kissed a girl and liked it, which... Was she wearing cherry chapstick? <laughs> no, more like watermelon. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh, she's that kind of a lesbian, I guess. Yes, she is. <laughs> so then how did you come out? Like, how did you tell the world? What is that story about? It was dark. Like, it was nighttime? No, meaning that... I had some struggles because being gay and discriminated against and having so many struggles of, I don't know, like that's not God's way. It's hard for sure. But I ended up just being brave and calling the family and telling everybody and I got less of a reaction that I was expecting, which was perfect because that's what you want to get. Were they like, finally? Yeah, my dad was like, I always knew you were a beaver eater. (laughs) That's the best response. I know. I'm like, thanks, dad. (laughs) And he goes, does the drapes match the, you know, whatever. Does the carpet match match the drapes? drapes? Wow. Jesus Christ, dad. Can you not? Right, dad? That's on side note. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) In case you were wondering. Right. And my mom's slowly embracing it. Now she's like, oh, Disneyland had their gay pride. I know. It's super cute. She's, She's doing her best. You know who really goes all out for gay pride is the Disneyland in Paris. Really? I want to go so bad. I love Disneyland. I love Disney. Me too. We want to go to Disneyland. So I want to hear your coming out story. All right. Mine is kind of, it was not interesting. It's just, I think it's kind of long and drawn out. Sum it up. My mom told me that she's always knew that I was gay or going to be gay, even before I was born. She said she had this dream that this little girl came out of the closet with a mustache on saying, I'm here. (laughs) That was you. And that was me. And then I think people say that you choose to be gay. That's a bunch of bullshit. Which is bullshit. But if it were true, my story would be I didn't have hair for the longest time, I guess, when I was a baby. And even though my mom would dress me up in pink clothes, the cutest, pinkest dresses, people would say, what a cute little boy. (laughs) So then my mom got my ears pierced. What a cute little boy. Wow, I followed you. She had to put tape bows to my head because i couldn't wear bows and people continue to call me a little boy wow mm-hmm. so flash kind forward. Of fast forward a little bit you know my entire life i've always known that i was different or right. not straight straight i didn't <laughs> i was trying to figure out the best word for that but anyways growing up i had some boyfriends and uh, my mom will tell you that my one boyfriend in oklahoma we were together like six or nine months or something like that and it was more like a buddy friendship like right would, call on the phone i would, I would like <laughs> kind of punch him in the arm and be like hey man how's it going like i don't know it's crazy i understand i tried really hard i tried really hard because that's what society says you have to do right get a boyfriend you have to have a boyfriend you have your to friends had boyfriends your friends have boyfriends and um 
I think it wasn't until high school here when we moved to Tucson where I was like, you know what? I think I'm gay. Like, I think that I'm legit gay. I had a huge crush on my best friend when we lived on base. And it was really hard for me because I don't know how to channel that. Who does at that age? Right. But you're so, so young. That's great. So, yeah. That you got to, I think it's better that you got to find out sooner than later. I, I mean, I was already in college. Yeah. Ew. So go on. I mean, I didn't actually come out and think until I was like 20 or 21. What happened was I became really close with one of my coworkers. We ended up, you know, messing around and whatever. And after we messed around, I was like, huh, that was great. Right. That was so fun. Much more fun than with those dudes. I know. You know? A new like, hobby. I'm wow. This is, I was so excited. I remember running home to uh, hang out with my, my roommate and I, Liza. Shout out to Liza. I remember she worked nights and I was so excited that I ran home. I ran up the stairs because we had a two-story little townhouse or whatever. And I'm standing outside her door and she's sleeping because she's got to work. And I'm like, I really want to tell her. I just, I'm gay. I'm I, bisexual at least. I really, really enjoy. Ended up not waking her up. But so. Such excitement to have I, to put down. I know. Deep. It was it was terrible. I was so terrible. But of course, you know, then you got to tell your family and your friends or your parents at least. And I don't know how to do that. But I always knew that my parents loved me for me no matter what so I did the worst thing that anybody could do was I changed my preference on my space from I think it was straight bisexual or gay or lesbian or something like that but I changed it to bisexual Uh oh and I didn't say anything my mom being the intuitive catches on to everything was all over that sandwich she saw that and it took her a minute to say something to me and then i think that one day we were having a tiff or an argument or something and she brought it up i felt like shit i didn't even tell my mom i told the entire world that i was bisexual without telling my mom first oh yeah i will never live it down it still comes up every now and then mom i love you shout out to you but please stop bringing it up i get it right i know what i did and nothing can change it right and then she turns <laughs> around and says well i've known all along that you were gay and i'm like well why does it matter then but i get it well why didn't you send me that news flash what I'm saying is, real quick, why can't there be an L service just like Harry Potter got that he was a wizard? Hello. Right? Gay Google. Gay Google. Gay Google would have told me, God damn it. We need a gay Google it and we need unicorns me. with our letters telling us, you're gay. Oh my God, thank you for saving me. <laughs> you are not alone. Join the Academy today. <laughs> Learn how to be gay. Stop every th- everybody around you. Educate yourself education is key so anyways yeah crazy huh i know it's pretty crazy turns out though my parents were super supportive shout out to the supportive parents yes you know? i i that's one thing that i want to be is that kind of person for someone who doesn't have that outlet really and you know what's weird is i find that people come to me and tell me that yeah, my son just told me that he was gay. Oh, so you know, that's not just a conversation you have with anybody every day. So maybe they're seeking support from a strong gay person to tell them that like, hey, it's okay, go with it, you know, be supportive about, you know, hey, who are you talking to it these days? It's okay to it, be gay. It is okay to be gay. Hey. hey, yeah. So anyways, yes, um, that's my bisexual coming out story. And then, you know, I guess as a few years went on, I just decided... Yeah, I'm I'm pretty gay. I'm, I'm pretty gay. I'm pretty gay. So. I I want that flag. I got a few of those flags and they're pretty. They are pretty. So by the way, did you know that the flag that you have right now and what I have right now, it's only six stripes and that's not the original flag. What? It's actually there was a few 
the changes from the original flag, and that was done in 1978. The original flag had eight stripes. That's a big flag. It is, but <laughs> each color meant something. And, and I, it. I found some stuff on it, like hot pink was for sex. Ooh, I know. Sounds... Green is nature. That's super lesbian-like. I like Violet it. Violet is your spirit. Also kind of hippie. Yeah, red, life. That's not what I think of when I think of red. But I don't think so either. It could I, work. I thought that would be more like love. Yeah. Turquoise, magic and art. Lesbian. Lesbian. I know. Orange, healing. Hippie. Tree hugger. <laughs> Why do these sound like they're stereotyping the gay community? What do you think yellow would be? Take a guess. Sunshine? <laughs> You're so close. <laughs> Shut up. Am I? Sunlight, dude. Shut up. Hey. hey. <laughs> and last I one, indigo, serenity. Seriously, I really feel like this is a stereotypical, you're a hippie, like, right. gay. Well, 1978 is when it came out. I guess I guess that's a breakthrough, no matter what, right? Well, we're still stereotyped today, I'm sure. And then where, the, so you realize the flag's not like that anymore. And I wonder if you can purchase the flag, the original flag, but ooh, you I'm know why it doesn't exist, it, well, why it's not eight stripes anymore, because... Everybody knows Harvey Milk. Well, if you don't, he was murdered um, November 27th. Well, he was amazing is what he was. Right. He was amazing prior to getting murdered in 1978. That's not why he got murdered, though. No, it's not. He got murdered because he was supporting the gays. But when he got murdered, <gasps> is it still available? You can buy them. We need one. I Sorry, want one. I did not mean to interrupt you. Dude, I want one for our room. In the breeze, three foot by five foot historic pride flag, 1247. Get it by tomorrow. Dude, we need to get that in our case. It's on. But real quick, real quick. Sorry so, I interrupted you. No, it's okay. So now that we're at the six striped flag. Yes, yes. How did it go from eight so to six? When Harvey Milk got murdered, it was such a high demand that the manufacturers could not keep up with the production. So they had to cut out two colors. They didn't have those those automatic boop, boop, beep, boop, boop machines. And it just, just rolls them out. Wow, that's very interesting. Yeah, so that's why we're at the flag that we are at now. So I wonder if we can get a sticker and like use it as part of our podcast, our show. Right? I like that so much. I had no idea the original pride flag was eight colors. It's. I don't imagine a lot of people do know this unless you do some research and found out the history of LGBTQ+. Hence this episode. Yeah, so... Get out there and get yourself a historic flag. Yeah, or just get any kind of pride flag and support it. There's something that I do love about this day and age is that it's not just the rainbow pride flag. There's all kinds of flags. Oh, yeah, definitely. Trans color, transgender flags with their colors. The pansexual. pansexual. We were just talking about yeah. that. The non-binary color flags. I think it's really amazing. Yeah, they got it down to even the bear flags for those who are bears out there. Roar. Roar. <laughs> you can't see my eyebrows, but they just went up when you did that. Hey. I did. They're reflection of the light, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to have to purchase uh, an original H-stripe version of the pride flag. And it looks like here that it was designed by a, a Gilbert Baker. Yeah, it was... I When I was doing research, I just kind of summed it up. Uh, it was made by a baker and... There's another baker out there that was popular. <laughs> it's appropriate with the hippie color flag. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, right. 
I love it. But there's another baker that's a part of a movement for LGBTQ. Really? Plus. Yeah. I, I don't want to, I, I don't have the research to elaborate on that's it. Okay. But I think it's great that. Download an app. Work it out. Work it out. <laughs> I say that so much now. I love us. I'm so proud of us. us Me too. In this. This, this is, is really great. Awesome. I hope that we were able to fill people in with some history and laughs. I do have one more did you get to research on the first National Gay Rights March? Ten years after Stonewall Riots was the first National Gay Rights March in Washington with 75,000 people that showed up. Oh, yeah, it is 10 years. Holy mm-hmm. 1979. Mm-hmm. And that today is still the largest political gathering in support it is. of our community, the LGBTQ community. We need another. To this day. We need another march. For... And I am wearing pants. Yeah. <laughs> Did you put them on finally? You can't go to the dentist without pants. You think so. That's kinky. <laughs> So anyways, that kind of sums up pride and why we're here today. And I have to say, I am damn proud to be a lesbian woman. I am I am proud of the culture. When I came out, it was the first time in my entire life that I felt a part of something. Growing up in high school was difficult because you had your jocks, you had your popular girls, you had your cheerleaders, you had, you know, and I didn't really fit into any of those things. I just fit in wherever I could fit in till eventually I'm like, I am who I am. It is what it is. When I came out and I started learning about the culture of the gay community and being who you are, I don't know, it's, there's just something that I feel that I can't really explain, but it's just a feeling of community and it's just it's wonderful oh love it absolutely i want to piggyback on that too is the feeling of i don't know i'm pretty blind so when you put on glasses and you can see clearly that's what it felt like for me is i can see clearly now the rain is gone all right, sorry. That's My life okay. is in song. It is in song. Yeah. You, you put on your glasses so you could see right. clearly well, now. Well, yeah, it's just the, it's basically I'm saying that like it's clear, you know, in the beginning when I wasn't sure of who I was, it, my life was blurry. I didn't understand anything. And then I, you were like drunk goggles. Yeah, drunk, drunk goggles. And then you sobered up. I sobered up and put on my glasses and now I can see clearly now. But the seriously, gay is here. The gay is here. I came out of my closet and it was dark at one point. You know, you felt like you didn't belong. And But I really hope that listeners out there that are afraid to talk or come out or anything have family members that have said something. I want you to never fear to pass on the number that can help talk them through having a tough time because I know how it feels to be that deep. For sure. There's actually the Trevor Project. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. They work towards preventing suicide. Suicide is the second leading cause of death among young people between the ages of 10 and 24. Well, and that's when you... 10 years old. That's when you kind of feel... You feel unknown of who you are. My daughter is 12, dude. Yeah. She's at that time where you... You start to see who you really are and f- figuring out your person. It, absolutely. And it's a serious thing. Not only are you worrying about your puberty and you're worrying about your body making changes, you're also Boys, worrying. Boys, girls. Yeah. You're also trying to figure out your identity and who you makeup. are. Makeup. It's, it's very, I don't like makeup. Me neither. I mean, you know, uh-uh. and the LGBTQ youth seriously contemplate suicide at almost three times the rate of a heterosexual youth. That's crazy. It's, it's crazy. It's so sad that you're not alone and i just want to say that if if you feel afraid you can you can message us you can reach out you can use the number that jenny is going to say here in a moment don't feel like you're alone because Mm -hmm. you're not absolutely yeah reach out 
I'm okay with old fashioned pen pal. I'm okay. Check us out on Facebook. Send us an email. Our email address is on there. Designed to talk at gmail.com. Reach out. Yeah, absolutely. Spread the word. We are here to support, to spread love, to spread kindness, to be yourself. And if you are having thoughts of suicide, there is a 1-800 number I'm going to give you here. They're open 24 seven. There's always somebody there. 1-866-488-7386. There's always somebody there to talk. Always, always, always reach out. Don't think you're alone. That's all I gotta say. You matter. I got a quiz for you. Don't don't peek. Okay. Do you remember what year it was when the first legal same sex marriages? Two thousand four. Are you cheating? No, I know that. I'm gay, dude. I know, but I didn't. Really? Yeah. I need to educate myself on the first of everything. Was it Illinois? No. No? What was Illinois first for? The standing up for the law that you can't discriminate. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, too. That's so crazy. Yeah. No, that was a I, long time ago, too. I do have to say that it was really fun for my wife and I to run to Vegas to elope. That's exactly what we did. Dude, I'm so proud of us. What a great episode. And this is awesome. And I, I really want one of these flags. Me too. I really do. I don't know when the next episode will actually come out because Sarah's moving. I know. Are you good, bro? Yeah. Okay. Are you good? I'm fantastic. I think we should do an episode on memes. Just saying. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like different memes and just comment and opinionate about them. <laughs> There's so many memes out there. I love it. Let me make sure we've been recording actually because oh that would oh really... no we, we we're good we've been wow recording. i was gonna say that really would have sucked because that was really we, fucking good we did really good <laughs> that was really awesome All right. we're actually focused yeah we are tune in next time with us guys because we won't disappoint take care stay safe <laughs> bye bye high five yeah mm-hmm.